Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Beyonce, Howard Stern, Kanye West, Brad Pitt, Stacey Dash, and a whole lot more. So let's get started. Roll it. Up on the blog and I'm chilling up in NYC Up on the train and the radio is all I need In the fuse and celeb news, I let deep This entertainment, who became famous Number one source of pop culture Radio or not, we gon' chase it That's entertainment Stay better, let this from the ghetto time stage Gotta make a change in That's entertainment Wednesdays afternoon at 1 p.m. So baby, don't forget the tune The bins is nice, the jacks is the better cruise The original car, I win cause you plan to lose Smooth, just like that Tammy Jones do it best, come on, just know that Been blessed by the Lord, once wait on that Large radio, your speakers better be on max Real facts, if it's whack, we'll speak on that Just celebrity news, a new feed and my melody tune So Tammy, you back up me, I back up you It's entertainment for your head, baby, just come through She's on air now, come on If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy jones Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, the call-in number is 347-637-2656. And press the number 1, that's 347 and press the number one. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S, entertain, and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto14. That's S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram. Just go to T Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S, G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a partly cloudy, 75 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners out there. Thank you again for hanging out with me on this Wednesday afternoon. Uh, Before uh, we get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to uh, mention that it is June, and it's Black Music Month. That's right. Every June, every year, we highlight and showcase all those recording artists uh, of the R&B genre. So uh, we like to celebrate. Also, this month is the BET Awards, which is going to be happening this Sunday, but get this, this is going to be something different, but because of the virus, of course, they're going to do, uh, they're not going to have an audience, and also, for the first time in its 40th year on BET, it's not going to, it's going to be broadcast on CBS this year, so I'll be talking about that later in the show. Also, this week, we lost another great entertainer, Miss Bonnie Pointer from the Pointer Sisters, she, uh, Lost her uh, battle. Uh, she had uh, she died of cardiac arrest. She was about I think in her 60s. She was one fourth of the group, the Pointer Sisters. You know they were famous during the 70s and 80s. And without uh, Bonnie, you know the Pointer Sisters wouldn't be who they were uh, back in the day. So. Um, May she uh, rest in peace. This week we're going to be talking about Miss Beyonce. We, uh, you know, last week we was talking about how uh, 
the violence against African Americans in this country. We talk about racial diversity, uh, systemic racism, and police brutality. And Beyonce is using her star power to make a change and make a difference. And one of the victims we talked about was Breonna Taylor, who was shot in her home during a uh, a I guess you can say the police uh, just. Burge in, bought, uh, just sh- they shot her in her home several times, eight times actually, killing her. It was a, a no-knock drug warrant, and they're putting it into place. And Beyonce is doing something about it because they're saying she literally she wrote a letter to the Kentucky Attorney General talking about, you know, this case been going on for three or four weeks and nothing has been done, but she's using her star power to make a difference. So we're going to be talking about that. Howard Stern, radio jock Howard Stern, has come on the fire after a video appeared online showing that he was dressed up in blackface and using the N-word. He's the latest. A couple of weeks ago, uh, Jimmy Fallon, uh, they found a, a an old SNL skit where he appeared in blackface trying to uh, imitate, imu, imu, imitate uh, actor and comedian Chris Rock. Well, now Howard Stern is the latest. We're going to be talking about that. And Kanye West, guess what? He just can't, you know, at first he started out as a musician. He's also doing Sunday church, uh, having Sunday performance, uh, doing gospel. And now he wants to be just like his wife and his sister-in-law. He's getting ready to uh, do a cosmetic line. We're going to be talking about that. And Brad Pitt has reportedly followed his ex-wife, Jennifer Aniston's footsteps by donating $1 million to racial justice uh, organization Color of Change. And Clueless star Stacey Dash uh, has ended her fourth marriage. She filed for divorce. And apparently, uh, remember last year there was a uh, some kind of uh, arrest uh, there was some kind of domestic dispute, and now uh, she's finally putting an end to her marriage. And Gwen Stefani is getting ready to return to The Voice. She's getting ready to replace Nick Jonas for season 19. Let's uh, so let's get started. Um, Beyonce is demanding action in the police killing of Breonna Taylor. She has written an open letter to the Kentucky Attorney General on Sunday urging him to charge the officers involved and lambasting the lack of public progress in the three months since the deadly shooting. Now, in addition to calling for criminal charges to be brought against the three Louisville Metro Police Department officers who had been fired, who have not, excuse me, has not been fired, Beyonce employed uh, Cameron to commit to transparency in the investigation and prosecution of the officer's conduct. Now, she also requested an investigator to uh, to for him to investigate the police department response to the fatal incidents, as well as the pervasive practices that result in the repeated death of unarmed black citizens. The Kentucky Attorney General office, office could not be reached for comment late Sunday, but a spokesperson told CNN that the office is aware of Beyonce's letter. The letter comes after members of Louisville City Council they had come uh, voted last Thursday to ban 
local law enforcement from using no-knock warrants that allow officers to enter home unannounced, calling the bill Breonna Law. That day, uh, Senator uh, Rand Paul from Kentucky he announced plans to introduce federal legislation that would make no-knock warrant illegal in almost every jurisdiction nationwide. Taylor, a 26-year-old emergency medical technician who was studying to be a nurse, was asleep when plainclothes officer with the Louisville Metro Police Department entered her home shortly after midnight on March 13 to execute a no-knock drug warrant. Taylor's boyfriend, who lived with her, said he did not realize the officers were law enforcement and fired one shot at them, striking a police sergeant in the leg. Officers returned fire and shot Taylor at least eight times, killing her. Howard Stern has come under fire after a video appeared online showing the broadcaster in minstrel-style makeup liberally using the N-word. Amid the ongoing Black Lives Matter protest, the clip was unearthed by fans who swiftly took to social media to call out Stern over the segment from his New Year's rotten Eve pageant in 1993. Now, according to the New York Post gossip column, page 6, the skit takes aim at Ted Danson's infamous 1993 blackface performers within Girlfriend Whoopi Goldberg and include highly racist jokes such as what do you call a black rocket science? The punchline to which is the N-word. When his audience seemed shocked by the language, Stern, who plays dance and defend himself by saying Whoopi wrote it, simply implying that the ghost star was uh, complicit in the racist vocabulary. Fans cut the footage together with a recent appearance by Stern on the TV show The View, during which he claimed he never used the N-word. The clip was first posted by controversial filmmaker Tariq Nasheed and bubbled up among white, uh, right-wing Twitter users, possibly because Stern recently came out against Donald Trump and was eventually retreated by Donald Trump Jr. Uh, Stern has yet to respond to the controversy himself. Kanye West looks to be planning a foray into cosmetics after filing to register a number of related trademarks. According to new legal papers obtained by TMZ, Yeezy bosses recently filed a trademark in the company name, which would cover a number of beauty and skincare products, including makeup, facial masks, nail polish, moisturizer, hair care products, and perfume, along with other items like toothpaste and deodorant. If the new business venture is successful, the rapper will be following in the footsteps of his wife, Kim Kardashian's KKW Beauty line, and sister-in-law, Kylie Jenner, popular Kylie Cosmetic Empire, which also includes Khloe Kardashian Coco Collection. It would be the first attempt at a cosmetic launch for Kanye back in 2017. He filed similar papers to secure the rights to Donda brand cosmetic, named after his late mother, but the project never took off. The star is no doubt encouraged to build his empire further after Forbes' chief named him the highest-paid musician globally in 2019 earlier this month, having banked $170 million thanks to earnings from his Yeezy sneaker deal with Adidas. Kylie bagged the earning chart top spot with experts valuing her income at $590 million after she pocketed $540 million before tax by selling 51% of her Kylie cosmetic firm to beauty re- retailer Cody. 
Brad Pitt has reportedly followed his ex-wife Jennifer Aniston's footsteps by donating $1 million to racial justice organization Color of Change. According to editors at Entertainment Tonight, Jennifer, Jennifer quietly donated several sums of money to various charities, including Color of Change, an organization formed in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina, to use online resources to strengthen the political voice of African Americans earlier this month. And on Saturday, British Daily Mirror newspaper reported that the once upon a time in Hollywood actor has matched the seven-figure sum after being deeply affected by the death of George Floyd at the hands of cops in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Protests against systemic racism has been ongoing since Floyd's death last month and are continuing worldwide amid calls for an end to racial injustice. Clueless star Stacey Dash is officially ending her fourth marriage after filing for a divorce. The actress announced she and Jeffrey Marty, her husband of almost two years, has split in April 2020, and now she has filed paper in Pasco County, Florida, and this is according to TMZ. She lists October 1, 2019 as the date of separation, a month after Dash was arrested in Florida following a domestic dispute with her now estranged husband. Prosecutors dropped the case days later. The former couple wed on April 6, 2018. And Gwen Stefani is returning to the talent show The Voice to replace Nick Jonas for season 19. The Hollaback Girl singer will routine with her boyfriend Blake Shelton, Kelly Clarkson, and John Legend when the singing competition returns later this year. The No Doubt singer had later appeared as a full-time coach in season 17, her fourth season in the Spinning Red Chair, and she's also served as a mentor in season 8 and 10. And singer Jason Derulo has publicly challenged Dwayne The Rock Johnson to a hot dog eating contest on America's Independence Day, July 4th. The Swallow hitmaker recently showed off his big appetite by challenging himself to devour 22 burgers on TikTok to celebrate hitting 22 million followers on the app. Derulo managed to gulp down 20 in two hours and admit he surprised himself by getting that far. Now he's keen to really put himself to the test by going up against former wrestler-turned-Hollywood action star, The Rock, who is well-known for chowing down on massive meals whenever he has a cheat day. Derulo is now calling on Jumanji, the next-level actor, to face off with him in a virtual 10-minute chow down next month, similar to the professional Nathan Hot Dog Eating Contest staged in Coney Island, New York, every Independence Day. The Rock has yet to respond to the challenge. Right now we have 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Kid, broadcasting live from the... Big Apple, if you are just tuning in, welcome. If this is your first time, if you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if this is your first time tuning into BTR, welcome. Uh, Our show already has been on the air for over 10 years. And uh, if you're just tuning into BTR for the first time, make sure you register as a listener. It's free. And not only do you get to hear my show on the air as well, but other shows, other genres of different subjects from sports, entertainment, social issues, a business, you name it. So register on BTR, and it's free. Uh, Wonder Woman has met her match in filmmaker Christopher Nolan. 
uh, Gal, Gal Gadot uh, much anticipated return to the big screen in America as Diana Prince and her superhero alter ego has been delayed to October following news that Nolan's Tenet will hit the big screen two weeks later than expected on Ju- uh, July 31st. Wonder Woman 1984 was scheduled to debut on August 14, but film bosses fear that Tenet will still be the blockbuster to be two weeks after its release, and they decide to move the sequel. Now, movie experts expect that Tenet to be the biggest film to hit cinemas following the U.S. COVID-19 shutdown. Meanwhile, Russell Crowe's new film, Unhinged, which was billed as this summer big Independence Day holiday, holiday release in America, has also moved from July 1st to July 10th. And Angelina Jolie, the one and only Ivan, will no longer hit the big screen this summer as planned. Instead, the film will be released exclusively on the Disney Plus streaming service. Jolie produced the film movie and voices one of the characters in the film which will hit the small screen on August 21st. Brian Cranston, Helen Mirren, and Shaka Khan also voice characters. Comedian Pete Davidson's new movie, The King of Staten Island, was abruptly pulled from drive-in theaters across the U.S. last Thursday over release mix-up. The semi-autobiography film directed by Judd Apatow was only supposed to premiere on video on demand services on Friday after previously ditching plans for a theater release as a result of the coronavirus shutdown. However, bosses at a number of drive-in venues who have been welcoming film fans in their cars to view mostly older movies began selling tickets for the King of Sad Island after receiving screening bookings from officials at Universal Studios. But the event was quickly pulled much to theater owner's annoyance. Apatow has early warned Twitter followers the film will only be available on at-home digital services, and now sources claim that the release mistake was the result of an internal misunderstanding at Universal. And uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is reportedly in talks to work on a female lead James Bond spinoff series. Sources told Britain's Daily Mirror newspaper movie bosses have approached the Killing Eve star to pin a franchise documenting how the daughter of 007 becomes an agent herself. The news follow Waller-Bridge work on the script for upcoming Bond film No Time to Die starring uh, Daniel Craig's last outing as 007, in which the agent is reportedly a dad. The long-awaited movie will be released in November after its premiere was delayed due to the coronavirus pandemic. Now sources have told the Sunday Mirror that the exciting plot twist is opening new doors regarding the future of the series. No Time to Die will hit UK theaters on November 12 before receiving a global release on November 20th. And Hollywood classic Gone with the Wind is going to is is to return to the HBO Max streaming platform after being temporarily removed due to the racial prejudice on display in the movie. The 1939 movie adaptation of Margaret Mitchell's novel about the American Civil War and Reconstruction Era South won eight Academy Awards, including a Best Supporting Actress gong for Haiti McDaniel, who was the first black person to be nominated for and win an Oscar. While the controversial film was removed from on-demand service in the wake of global protests supporting the Black Lives Matter movement after African-American George Floyd was killed at the hands of Minnesota police officers last month, it has since been announced 
Gone with the Willing will return with a new introduction by Jacqueline Stewart, host of Silent Silent, Silent no, Sunday Night on uh, Turner, Turner Classic Movies and professor in the Department of Cinema and Media Studies at the University of Chicago in Illinois. In an op-ed post on CNN on Saturday, June 13th, Stewart explained why people can't turn away from the once-acclaimed drama. And this is what she said, quote, HBO Max will bring Gone with the Wind back to its lineup, and when it appears, I will provide an introduction placing the film in its multiple historical content. For me, this is an opportunity to think about what classic films can teach us. Right now, people are turning to movies for racial re-education, and the top-selling books on Amazon are about anti-racism and racial inequality. If people are really doing their homework, we may be poised to have our, our most informed honest and productive national conversation yet about black lives on screen and off, unquote. A date for the movie return to the platform has yet to be announced. Jurassic Park uh, Dominion is set to be the first major movie to resume production in the U.K. following the COVID-19 pandemic, with shooting reportedly due to start in the second week of July. With film and TV shoots in the U.K. greenlit by the country's government late last month, subject to meeting safety protocols, studio chiefs Chiefs have been uh, racing to get production back underway, with uh, Tom Cruise reportedly flying into Britain in a bid to resume filming Mission Impossible 8. However, according to Deadline.com, Jurassic Park, uh, I'm sorry, Jurassic World director Colin Trevorrow will be the first to begin production at Pinewood Studio in Buckinghamshire, thanks to a huge push to meet and even exceed the safety standards required. Studio Chief has reportedly spent around five million dollars on safety protocols, including thousands of tests that will be carried out on cast and crews during filming, a private medical facility with on-site doctors, nurses, and uh, isolation booths, 150 hand sanitizer stations, nightly antiviral fogs to disinfect the set, and green zones for cast and crew. Now, according to the information on the movie website, the film star, including Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard, who flew back to the U.S. when production was halted in March for four weeks into a 20-week shoot, will return to the U.K. shortly to begin 14-day quarantine periods. The 2021 Oscars has been postponed to April 25th, the latest day ever for the big night. Academy Award producer opt for the delay after moving all dates for voting to accommodate the three-month coronavirus-related Hollywood shutdown. The Oscars were due to be held on February 28th. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Science official has also announced their new museum will open at the end of April 2021 and not in December of 2020. As a result of the changes, the eligibility requirement for movies has been extended by two months with film release in January and February now able to compete. Preliminary voting will begin on February 1st, 2021 and end on February 5th with nomination voting ending a month later when the Oscar nomination will be announced. And Britain's BAFTA Film Awards have been postponed by two months following news that the Oscars will be laid by the same period. Originally set to run on February 14, 2021, the ceremony will now take place on April 11, 
2021. The delay comes following three months of movie industry shutdown due to the coronavirus crisis. The announcement comes hours after the Academy Award producers opt to push next year's Oscar to April 25, 2021, the latest date in the year the prize giving has ever been held. Films like Christopher Nolan's Tenet, The Trial of the Chicago 7, and biopics Kill, uh, King Richard and Respect are among the film's tips to land nominations. And uh, Will Smith is set to team with director Antoine Fuqua for a, a historical drama inspired by the hor- hor- horrifying image of a tortured slave back. Emancipation will feature Smith as a runaway slave named Peter who evaded hunters and the dangerous swamps of Louisiana to reach freedom in the 1860s. Written by William N. Collage, the story is based on photos taken of Peter's back during a medical examination, which reveals shocking scars from injuries caused by his brutal owners. Known as the Scourge Back, the shot first appeared in the Independence and May of 1863, and went on to serve as a symbol of the gruesome reality of slavery. Right now, uh, we have here, uh, let's see, we have here 25 minutes after the hour. Uh, Coming up in the next half hour, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Creed star Tessa Thompson. Uh, She's getting ready to sharpen her sports fighting skills to play a Olympic fencer. And the release date for the highly anticipated The Matrix 4 has now been pushed back. And uh, Spike Lee's hard-hitting new movie, The Five Bloods, has raced to the top of the latest U.S. Netflix viewing chart. And comedian and late-night TV host Jimmy Kimmel is set to return as host of the 76th Emmy Awards. And the cast of 30 Rock is getting ready to reunite for a one-off special. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere. Thank you. 
demon time, she might start her only fans. Sitting B and that B stands for bands. If you wanna see some real ass, baby, here's your chance. I say left cheek, right cheek, drop it over this wine. Sex is up in this thing, get you up on this game. I just walk with my friend, gang, 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 gang. You don't jump to put jeans on, baby, you don't feel my pain. Please don't give me hype, write my name in ice. Can't argue with these lazy bitches, I just break my price. I'm a boss, I'm a leader, I pull up in my two-seater, and my mama was a savage. Nigga got this shit from Tina, I'm a savage. Right now we have uh, 28 minutes left remaining in the show. That was Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce in the Savage Remix. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you about actress Creed, uh, I'm sorry, actress uh, Tessa Thompson from Creed. She's getting ready to sharpen her sword fighting skills to play a Olympic 
Fencer. The actress will also produce the psychological thriller Balestra, which will be directed by Nicole Dorsey. Aladdin star Maureen Kanzari will also star in a film about a disgraced fencer who embark on a comeback using a device that allows her to train during her sleep. And the release date for the highly anticipated The Matrix 4 has been pushed back a year due to the coronavirus pandemic. The initial premiere date for Keanu Reeves' return as Neo was initially set for May 21, 2021, but the global health crisis forced filming to shut down, and now the latest installment in the action franchise will hit theaters on April 1, 2022. The film will also feature original cast members like Carrie Ann Moss and Jada Pickett-Smith with Lena Wachowski returning to write and direct. The news come a month after the fourth John Wick movie, also starring Reeves, was delayed a year. The Revenge Tale was slated to be released on the same day as The Matrix 4, but is now set to debut on May 27, 2022. Director Jason uh, Reitman is uh, already at work on the fourth Ghostbuster movie, even though the COVID-19 lockdown forced him to delay the release of the latest sequel to 2021. The filmmaker has resurrected his father, uh, Evan's original film franchise with Ghostbuster Afterlife, which was set to hit the big screen this year, but will now be released in March. His new Ghostbuster film will serve as the official follow-up to 1989 Ghostbuster 2. Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson, and Sigourney Weaver will all reprise their role in the film, which will introduce new characters portrayed by Finn Wolfhard and McKenna Grace. Spike Lee hard-hit new movie The Five Bloods have raced to the top of the latest U.S. Netflix viewing chart. The film is about four African-American Vietnam veterans who return to the country looking for their squad leaders remain, shot to the top of the countdown in its first weekend of release, keeping a hit erotic thriller 365 DNI from completing a slow climb to the top. The new season of 13 Reasons Why was also big hit over the weekend, coming in at three, ahead of Alexa and Katie and Steve Carell's new comedy, Space Force. Vigo Martison is set to retain with Green Book director Peter Farrelly for an, uh, for an adaptation of The Greatest Beer Run Ever, A True Story of Friendship Stronger Than War. The pair will reunite for the as-yet-untitled film version of the best-selling book by Joanna Moley and John Donahue, according to Variety. The story is based on Donahue's attempt to find the friends he met while fighting in the Vietnam War. Brian Curry and Pete Jones will co-write the screenplay with Farrelly. Mortison and Farrelly's last collaboration, Green Book, was awarded the Best Picture Oscar in 2019. Meanwhile, Vigo's first attempt at filmmaking, Falling, got a big thumbs up last week when it was named among the 56 movies selected for official selection at the Cancel 2020 Cannes Film Festival. Comedian late-night TV host Jimmy Kimmel is set to return as host of the 72nd Emmy Awards. The Jimmy Kimmel Live host will also executive produce the annual prize, giving his third outing as MC for the ceremony. It's still unclear unclear whether or not the event, which is set for September 20th, will be held virtually or in person due to the coronavirus pandemic. The nomination for the 2020 Emmy Awards will be announced on July 28, 2020. 
And the cast of 30 Rock is reuniting for a one-off special, the hour-long commercial-free show airing in America on July 16, 2020, will feature the return of the original series stars, Tina Fey, Alec Baldwin, Tracy Morgan, and Jane Kroskowski in character as they celebrate the stories and talent featured in the NBC Universal 2020-21 television season. 30 Rock was an Emmy Award favorite from 2006 until 2013 when the NBC series ended. It picked up 16 Emmys, including three consecutive outstanding comedy series wins. The show, conceived by Faye, also picked up a clutch of Golden Globes, Screen Actor Guild, Writer Guild of America, Director Guild of America Awards, as well as a Peabody. Actress and writer Issa Rae is tackling a fictional crime mystery in a new podcast special. The star and her partners at radio has teamed up with HBO bosses and podcast producer Tenderfoot TV for Looking for Latoya, a one-episode event based on the true crime series featured in Rae's hit show, Insecure. Looking for Latoya follows the story of Latoya Thompson, portrayed by R&B singer SZA, a young woman who mysterious disappearance is investigated throughout the show. Rifing on other tri- uh, true crime podcasts like Serial, the set uh, the 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 satire special uh, offers commentary on the lack of true crime shows that investigate missing black women versus their white counterparts. The podcast also featured cast member Terry J. Vaughn, Ray J., Portia Williams, Candy Burris-Tucker, and Carl Anthony Payne II, and it's directed by Amy Anobi and penned by Insecure writers Chris Sanford and Kingsey Young. The bosses of popular date show The Bachelor has picked their first black hunk to lead the new season. New York realtor Matt James, who's now 28, will make history when he fronts the 25th run of the show, which has been on air for almost 20 years. He was picked as a contestant on the upcoming season of The Bachelorette, which was forced to halt production due to the coronavirus pandemic, but when fans called for more diversity on the show, he was upgraded to The Bachelor. In the 18 years of The Bachelor and The Bachelor franchise, there has only been one black lead, and that was Rachel Lindsay, who starred as Bachelorette in 2017. She was among the former stars who signed a fan-based petition urging the series bosses to cast a black Bachelor. The new season of The Bachelor will air next year in 2021. And Kira Knightley has signed on to lead the cast of a TV adaptation of Suzanne Reynolds' bestseller, The Other Typist. The British actress will executive produce this series set in New York City during the prohibition for streaming giant Hulu. Knightley originally brought the book to Searchlight Bosses and insists on producing, and this is according to Deadline. The Other Typist, published in 2013, was Riddle's debut novel. And Jessica Mulroney is owning up to her mistake amid the Black Lives Matter movement one day after being called out by for using her white privilege to threaten influencer Sasha Exeter, uh livelihood. Uh, the good friend of Meghan Markle has 
her I Do Redo series pulled off the air by Belle Medea, and she was quick to accept her blunder, claiming that she respected the decision made by CTV. The 40-year-old stylist took it further by announcing her choice to step away from her professional engagement. She added that she will be using the time to reflect, learn, and focus on her family. In her statement, she also clarified she had no intention of pursuing any legal action. She was wrong, and for that she is truly sorry. Maroney came out with the apologetic post shortly after CTV announced her firing. Because recent conduct by one of uh, their show's hosts, uh, Jessica Maroney, conflict with uh, their commitment to diversity and equality, CTV has removed the I Do Redo from all Bell media channels and platforms effective immediately. And uh, Ariana Grande, uh, she has registered a new song titled ahead of her 27th birthday, which is going to be this week on June 19th. The singer had copyright My Hair, a track she co-wrote with Victoria Monette and Taylor Parks and Tommy Brown, the team behind her album Thank You Next on an online music database. Now, Grande recently told Apple Music Beat one Jose Lowe she doesn't feel comfortable putting out new music during the coronavirus lockdown, but that hasn't stopped her from scoring hits with Justin Bieber and Lady Gaga in the past month. Right now we have uh, 18 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to take another music break, and when we come back I'm going to give you the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. Jumping like a giant when I'm rebounding, then I'm out, and I'm out, and I never talk about it. No 
homie squad, but we all smoke the loudest. Rich, and I'm really being modest, cause the way I do my deals, never treated like an artist on the house. You could DM my account, my DM six figures and I'm counting. Nine figures was the gold till I hit the deep. They ain't living so buried, mine with me, boss. When I die, I put my money in a grave. I really gotta put a couple things in a place. Really just lap every in a race. I really might tap really to my face. Love CC, let it slap with the bass. I used to say, put a mask in a cave. Now I'm like, now nah, love, I'm good, go away. Ain't about to die with no money out in gave That was the latest from Drake featuring Rick Ross and Money in the Grave. Right now we have here 15 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, a recording of a jam session by the Beatles is to be at the center of a court battle allegedly set to begin on, uh, actually it began yesterday, Tuesday, June 16, 2020, after it was discovered in late sound engineer Jeff Emmerich's home. The demo is said to be worth about $6.3 million with a video of the session taken before Ringo Starr joined the group as a drummer, reportedly seeing the Beatles perform at the Abbey Road for the first time. According to the Britain's The Sun newspaper, the recording was deemed to not be of good enough quality for the group, so Emmerich was told by EMI he should destroy it. However, he is said to have instead kept it in a safe in his Los Angeles home in its original box. When Emmerich died in October 2018, however, the recording was found and the publication claimed that Universal Music Group, who took over EMI in 2012, are now in a legal battle with the late sound engineer's family over who the tape belonged to. And according to the editors at The Sun, Emmerich's estate is arguing they are entitled to the recording under Finder's Law. Universal bosses, meanwhile, allegedly claim that the law does not count in this case as Emmerich was told he should destroy the recording by EMI. Song recorded on the demo was believed to include Love Me Do, which featured on the group's debut album, Please Please Me, in 1963. Ringo joined the Beatles in August of 1962 after he was asked by John Lennon to replace them, uh, to replace then-current member Pete Best as the band's drummer. And Colombian superstar Jay Balvin is set uh, to take the live stream world by storm by creating a virtual special to showcase his new album, Colores. The singer released the album at the height of the coronavirus lockdown, and he has spent weeks working with creative to try and find a way to perform the tracks from his pad in Melvinland without the show appearing too homemade, and now he's ready to show fans that he has come up with. Behind the Colores, the live experience will hit YouTube on June 20th, 2020, and Jay Balvin can't wait for devotees to check it out. The show will be an argumented reality experience in which Balvin will perform live in a virtual space inside his home while directors in Los Angeles control the look of the broadcast. 
Steve Aoki, Ronda Mental, and Paris Hilton are among the new stars added to the already bursting lineup for the Electric Boogaloo Livestream Festival. The upcoming event was already billed as the biggest digital music festival in history thanks to its planned performances from 850 artists, but now a host of new names have been added to the roster. As well as Steve Paris and Ronda Mental, Bob Moses, Maya Jane Coles, Screen, Blondish, Seth Truxler, MK, DJ Soda, Felix the Housecat, Ivy Lab, Kevin Sanderson, The Knox, Crafty Cuts, Luciano, Carl Craig, DJ Sneak, Sherelle, and Todd Terry will also be entertaining viewers with virtual performances. The Electric Boogaloo Festival takes place from June 25th to June 28th, 2020, inside the video game Minecraft. Each artist will perform a digital rendered stage, while attendees will also be given the opportunity to camp at the festival by creating their own dream campsite within the game. Ticket holders will also be encouraged to donate to charities including Black Lives Matter and the Bail Project during the festival, while Electric Boogaloo would donate 5% of its profits to those organizations and environmental movements by Buy Plastic. For more information on to purchase tickets for the event, just go to www.electricboogaloo.com. Drake leads the 2020 BET Award nomination with six nods, while newcomer Megan Thee Stallion and Roddy Rich had picked up five apiece. The Canadian rapper landed mentioned in the Male Hip Hop Artist and Video of the Year, while his No Guidance and Life is Good track with Chris Brown and Future scored him mentions for Best Collaboration and Viewer Choice. Megan Thee Stallion also landed a Viewer Choice nomination along with Best Female Hip Hop Artist, Album of the Year, and Video of the Year nods, while Rich is up for Best Male Hip Hop Artist, Album of the Year, Video of the Year, and Viewer Choice Awards. He also competes for Best New Artist alongside Danny Lee, Lil Nas X, Pop Smoke, Summer Walker, and YBN Corday. The 20 annual BET Awards will take place on June 28th. Organizers have confirmed the event will be going ahead despite the restriction linked to the COVID-19 pandemic, stating they will be using an array of innovative techniques and artist-generated content. The three-day BET experience, the event leading up to the award show, was scheduled this year for June 25th to the 27th, but that has been canceled. Refunds are available for all VIP package holders. The BET experience is set to return in 2021. Meanwhile, this year also marks the 40th anniversary of the BET Network. Justin Bieber has tied with Drake to become the most successful U.S. top five acts of the century after landing another hit with rapper Quavo. The pair Intentions collaboration has jumped up to Billboard Hot 100 top flight, giving Bieber his 16th top five hit since 2000. That ties fellow Canadian Drake for the most this century. It's also Bieber's fourth mention in the top five this year. The Baby's rock star featuring Roddy Ridge spent a fourth week at number one, while Megan Thee Stallion, former chart topper Savage featuring Beyonce Knows, stayed put at two, ahead of The weekend's Blinding Lights, Doja's Cat Say So, and the Bieber Quavo hit. 
The stars of Lady Antebellum are pushing ahead under the new moniker Lady A after holding a virtual meeting with blues singer Anita White, who has been performing under the title for 20 years. White was stunned to learn the country trio had dropped Antebellum from their name due to racial sensitivity this week and intended to perform and record as Lady A. Hillary Scott, Charles Kelly, and Dave Haywood explained the antebellum name had too many links to the American Civil War, insisting, quote, we are regretful and embarrassed to say we did not take into account the association that weighed down this word, referring to the period of history before the Civil War, which includes slavery, unquote. Now, while White has previously insisted that it shouldn't have taken George Floyd to die for them to realize that their name had a slave reference to it, uh, it's snapped, shared online by the Need You Know group. Uh, they seem connecting with the singer as they collectively work to find a way forward. Um, the, the country group began uh, saying that uh, that today they're going to connect privately with the artist Lady A, and they said that they are, they are excited to share and they're moving forward with positive solution and a common ground. The hurt is turning into hope. That's what they were saying, and more to come. They concluded along with the hashtag Lady of Blue Soul Funk Gospel Artist, hashtag The Truth Is Loud. The original Lady A shared the same photo and message, and in her Instagram story she had shared a post from black country artist Michael Ricks, who uploaded a photo of the Rolling Stone article where White spoke about Lady Antebellum taking the name. Rappers Lil Wayne and Nicki Minaj are preparing to hit the studio to work on a joint album. The stars confirmed the news during the latest episodes of Wayne Young Money radio show on Friday, June 12, when he invited his protege on air as a guest to promote Trolls, her new single with fellow MC Takachi Sit Nine. Uh, during the chat, Wayne revealed that they were going to do a joint album, and because a lot of the fans been asking for it, and he said that. When are we going to do this? He was asking Nikki about this, and she replied that, you know, your wish is your command, my command. So, uh, however, Nikki admitted that the thought of going head-to-head with um, Lil Wayne uh, was daunting. You know, she was saying to do a collaboration with, with him is like frightening in a way because you know little Wayne is the best in the business so it's it's making her a little intimidated uh, little Wayne said he uh, did then he promised on his radio show to send over some potential tracks for Dickie to check out that evening we'll see we will see And uh, Dr. Dre uh, believes that social media has given fans too much access to artists' lives, killing the mystique of celebrities. In a new interview with British GQ, the hip-hop icon, along with music producer Jimmy Ivan, shared their thoughts on the platform with Dre uh, noting that he probably wouldn't have hated social media when it was coming out. No, he's saying he he probably would have hated it. Um, artists like Cardi B and Lil Nas X, they use social media popularity to draw attention uh, to her rappers, to their talent. But uh, Dr. Dre believes there's a certain mystique that gets destroyed when artists overshare with their fans. And Dr. Dre said that he likes the mystique. He's li- he likes waiting. He don't. He feels that. 
people don't need to know every minute of what he's doing or what they're about to do. There's a certain mystique that comes along with music that was entertained to wait to see what was about to happen. Now, Dr. Dre and Ivan also noted during the interview that in the age of digital media, fame and not talent is what the currency is. Elsewhere in the interview, Dre and his longtime business partner shared the vision for the new Los Angeles High School, a collaborative effort with Apple founder Steve Jobs' widow, uh, Lauren. The Ivan and Young Hall will allow students to earn a unique degree in arts, technology, and the business of innovation. Uh, They're going to officially open this high school in October. You know, we need more uh, high schools like this. I wish, uh, hopefully, they'll branch out to other cities. Well, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. Make sure you check out the uh, BET Awards this Sunday. And for the fourth time, BET, as I was saying earlier in the show, it will be broadcast on CBS this year. That's right, CBS for the first time since its 40 years the network has been on cable. So make sure you check it out. Again, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe. And also I wanted to say thank you to all my followers on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook for the wonderful birthday wishes that I received this week. Thank you so much for that. And uh, I'll talk to you next time. Take care.